Brother Ben here. Brother Ben. Now Ben got a heck of a program. A lot of people listening to Brother Ben. And Ben tells them about the minister. And Ben tells them about the minister. Assalamu alaikum family. Let me know if y'all can hear me and see me in the comment section. Oh, it's Monday, Monday, Monday. And let me start off in the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful. I bear witness there is no God but Allah, who we believe came in the person of Master Father Muhammad. We thank him for raising up for us the living and exalted Christ. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad, and we thank those two for leaving in our midst. A divine warner and guide in the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. It's in that three names I would like to greet you all with the greeting words of peace. We said it, we said in the Arabic language of Assalamu Alaikum. Is that Brother Michael that I see down there with that hat on? Is that the brother that helped me out with the lyrics back in the day? Is that that Brother Michael that I'm seeing on the screen? Man, 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 man. All right, today we got a, man, we got a special treat. We're going to follow up on from Friday. You know, there was a lot of people that reached out and said, man, that, 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 man, that discovering your purpose was good, man. I needed that. I talked to a brother who was having trouble discovering his gift. So I said, man, let me, let me see if I can find something else to follow this up with. And we got the great brother, Les Brown, who's found talking about finding your purpose and uh you know we kind of talked about this last uh mm -hmm. last friday so if y'all missed last friday make sure that y'all go back and tune in to brother young Khan don talk about uh how to discover and find your purpose so if you're here for the very first time uh watching the power call all you have to do is uh get your pen and paper out get your pen and your paper out because what we do we listen and then at the end we all share notes of what stood out to us. So, uh, well, you ain't got to share all your notes, but something that stood out to you, some something that impacted you because we all uh, are, are experiencing different things in our lives. So, you know, something may stand out that didn't stand out to you. And then when I share it or you share it, you know, it it, it, it hits a little different. I do want to say, man, me and my wife wouldn't watch the uh, Beyonce movie last night, man. That was pretty inspiring, man. It was. It's always good to see what happens behind the scenes, man. And uh, you know, we we see the show, we see the, the the success, but we don't see the 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 struggle behind the scenes. So if y'all haven't seen that movie, especially you women, I encourage y'all to go see it. Now I know all y'all conscious, y'all today. I thought they was in the boule and uh, listen, 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 listen. <laughs> all them YouTube videos and all that. Hey, man, I don't know. All I know is, man, that was an inspiring story. I love seeing Blue come up there. You know, she was a little nervous, you know what I mean? But she's 11. Mama made her work for it. Hey, no, nah, I can't. I'm not just finna, finna just bring you in. No, nah, you got to put this work in. You got to show me consistency. You got to show me that you finna. You, oh, man, it was an inspiring story, man, to see you know, Beyonce's journey, you know, what she had to go through to put together the, because, you know, people don't really know what happens behind, like even a power call. Man, we don't just be, you know, I mean, it ain't just, you just hop on here. 
like I was telling y'all, you know, this is $4,000 a month that I was paying before I switched to the app side just to run it. You know, people come on here for free and listen. And it's kind of like I was watching Beyonce, all the stages and the steel. I mean, she was just talking about everything behind the scenes that takes place for you to come and just see this beautiful show. You know what I mean? So it was inspiring, man, for anybody who got a dream, for anybody who have something that you're striving for to see the progress and the growth and the and, and what takes place behind the scenes. But but let's uh let's go ahead and get into Brother Les Brown, because I, I know many of us finding that purpose, man, is where we gotta go. A lot of us, we ain't got nothing to even create behind the scenes because we haven't discovered that purpose yet. So hopefully you can get a little bit more closer today. All right, let's go. Hold on. I'm not on the screen yet. Yeah, that was an inspiring list. That was an inspiring story there right there. Okay, here we go. So this, so this is the time, time and I'm going to share some steps with you, with you that's, that's very important. important. Because, because when, when I became, became a speaker and, and I started my business and several, several other businesses, it, it was against, against all odds. You hear, you hear me? me? It, against, against all odds. With, with no, no college, college education and nobody, and nobody who looked, looked like me that, 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 that was doing, doing what I'm doing, doing now. But, but now, now you see motivational, motivational speakers everywhere. Everybody's here. I'm a motivational speaker. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to help people, you would say, uh, uh, the only thing I can do, do if I want to help, help people become a preacher. But, but then, then when I start doing this, now, now, there, there are people who say, wait a minute, there's another option, option. There's, there's another way. way. See, what, what we, we have to do now is we are, we are in a creative mode. mode. Everything, Everything that, that happens is for our good. All things work together for good for those who love God and for those who are called according to his purposes. If you don't know anything else, you know that. You, you know, know that. that. When we, we look at what, what is taking place and where, and where we, are we are right now, this, this is, is a fresh, fresh start. start. And we we want to take advantage of this. This, this is no time. time. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Somebody, they saying it's an echo. Uh-oh. We can't have that. Where is the echo coming from? Hold on. I'm, I'm about to find it. Hold on. Check, check, check. Why is there an echo? There should be an echo. Y'all only hearing the echo when he speaks? Dang, hold on now. We can't have that now. Let me let me try to get to it. Hmm, let me see. Ooh, yeah, that's the echo there, boy. Where's the echo coming from, though? Hold on. Let me see. Because it ain't no double speaker. Hold on. Let me try it again. Are y'all hearing the echo on, on Zoom, too? They said not on Zoom. Why is it echoing on YouTube? Hold on. To relax and say, we did it. No, we did not. I, I found it. I figured it out. We good now. This is a fresh start. This is a new beginning. This is the time to build legacy. This is the time to be motivated. Get the family involved. Get the kids involved. And get focused on what your goal and what your dream is. And what, what is it that you're going to do now that we're in this place? What is it that you're going to do with your talent? This is a time to work your talent. I remember when I decided, Wesley, Margaret Ann, Leonard, Angelo, listen to me, listen to me, Sharon, I'm going to buy my mother a home. I'm going to do that. Are you guys going to join me? 
What are you talking about? I said, I'm going to buy our mother a home. Are you going to join me? Yeah, we help you. <laughs> you know, and they did what they could do, but I was a lead guy. <laughs> okay. And, and so, so we, we divvied up what each person would do. Margaret, she bought the groceries. I paid the bills. <laughs> Wesley was in Vietnam fighting for our country and got a purple heart. Yes. See, when you, when you have a new chance, see, see, life is cyclic. It's, 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 it's like a roller coaster. Sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down. Sometimes things go well, sometimes they don't go so well. So this is a period. This is a new season. Listen here. This is a new season in your life, in my life, in our life. And now we want to work. We all, you want to work your gift. Not just be a part of somebody else's dream, but this is a time to think and come up with some new ideas. What, what is it that, that you're going to do now in this new place, in this new season? See, there's never a shortage of money, just a shortage of ideas. There's a shortage of thinking. When these foreclosures, when these, the, the, the various restrictions that will be lifted and they will be eventually, all the stuff that's, that's happening right now, what we have to do, it's better to have a plan and not need it than to need it and not have it. And I'm saying to you, find something that's you. Find something that's you. Write this down. Your voice is your superpower. No matter what business you're going to go into, your voice is your superpower. If you if you understand that, you believe that, just put yes in the comment section. Yes in the comment section. Your voice is your superpower. If you're involved in sales, your voice. You got to be able to sell. If you're involved in multi-level marketing, real estate, insurance, the financial, you've got to sell yourself. It's very important. Your, your ability to make a point, the ability to influence people, the, the ability to make a greater impact in the beginning was the word. The word is powerful. One of the things I can share with you, uh, now you're talking about what, what, what is the superpower? What are you talking about? Something that gives you an advantage. I was labeled educable, mentally retarded. Everybody counted me out. And then when I met Mr. Leroy Washington, I was in special education at Booker T. Washington High School in Miami, in Liberty City, in Overtown, moving back and forth. But mama was promising rent. <laughs> and he said, young man, develop your mind. Young man, be mindful of who you're around, young man. Once you open your mouth, you tell the world who you are. Those three things are very important. And so the first one, here's what I want you to do. I want you to, to go to hungrytospeak.com. Hungrytospeak.com. Because there you're going to find some medicine for the mind, some power for the mind. And it's called Choosing Your Future. It's a series that, that I recorded. And at the time I got through with that, that's when I made my first million. That's when I made my first million. People say, what's the most difficult thing you've ever done? Making a million dollars? No, the most difficult thing I've ever done to believe that I could do it. 
Given my circumstances, born in an abandoned building on a floor, not knowing my birth parents, Come on, man. being a foster child and then adopted, being labeled educable, mentally retarded, put back from the fifth grade at Douglas Elementary School into the fourth grade, and failing again at Booker T. Washington High School. To overcome being in a culture where you are marginalized, where you have the complexion of rejection, to believe that I had the ability to do it. I remember there was a program when I was a kid, millenniums don't know about that. They weren't here then. They used to have a program called The Millionaire and John Bearford Tipton would give Michael Anthony a million dollars to give it to a, a particular family. And, and after the program would go, somebody come to the house and knock on the door. I would jump up and run to the door. Mama would say, where you going, boy? I said, I was checking to see if that's the man with the check. <laughs> she said, if you don't sit your behind out, if he had a million dollar check, somebody would have bust him in the head <laughs> by now. <laughs> you know what? We got a fresh start. This is dramatic. God has been in the midst of all this stuff. And now we want to take advantage of it. Now we want to milk it. This is our time. This is the time to get it done in 21. And, and, and part of that process is what's going to be different about you? What's going to be different? This is the time to take it up, to step it up. This, this is the time to take your performance, to take your focus to the next level. What's going to be different about you? See, the people that are going to maximize this, the people that are going to capitalize on this, the people that's going to make this year, 21, the year to get it done, are the people that are hungry. Mm. You got to be hungry. When people are working against you, when, when there are systems and things in place that are designed to hold you back, mm. you got to be hungry. Things have not changed that much that you can't be hungry. If, if you're not hungry, if, if you don't feel that, that, that your goal and your dream is necessary, your dream will end up a casualty. And so you got to get up each day. The people that are hungry, they're the first ones to get up in the morning and the last ones to go to sleep at night. People that are hungry, they have an agenda for their life of what they want to get out of the day. People that are not hungry, they, they are part of somebody else's agenda. They just are trying to go through the day. Mm. And, and don't mess with them. Don't criticize them. Leave them alone. My mother had a sign. I always talk about it on her mirror. Oh, Lord, help me keep my nose out of other people's business. Mm. So I'm talking to you this morning because as much as I'm talking to you about this, I'm talking to myself about this. I'm 75. You know, you get 75. Let me share something with you. All kind of stuff start happening to you. You wake up one morning, you start moving. Oh, I used to wonder, Mama would say, oh, Arthur's bothering. Mama, who's Arthur? Don't worry, boy, you live long enough, you'll find out. Well, I know where Arthur is now. <laughs> Morning, <laughs> how are you? He's right here. And he's been giving me a fit up in here, up in here. <laughs> oh, my God. She's talking about arthritis. Thank the Lord for waking me up in my right mind this morning. Mama, why do y'all say that every Sunday? Why do you say that? Don't worry, boy. You live long enough, 
you'll find out I went to <laughs> Kansas Citizens of America. I lost my passport. I left my identification there at the hospital. I got home and I said, hey, did you see it, John Leslie? No, sir, daddy. Do you know where I put it? No, sir, daddy. Who's 75 here? You, you 36. I'm the one 75. You should be watching me. You do, you know, you can't leave me by myself. <laughs> oh my God. You know, I mean, <laughs> oh my God. I mean, just little aches and pains coming from everywhere. You say, wait a minute, what's gonna come next? I didn't do nothing to deserve this. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. I have to take my time going down the steps. My mind is young and vibrant and energetic. But the body said, you better take your time. <laughs> you better take your time, Mr. Motivator. Before <laughs> you're behind, fall down these steps. You might be thinking young and motivated. But you better positively take your time going down the steps. <laughs> oh, getting older is so humbling. It's so humbling. That's why I think Paul say, pray unceasingly. <laughs> but this is a fresh start. This is a time to be excited. This is a time to get with some people that you know that's going in the direction of where you're going, that's grateful that they're still here because of God's grace and mercy and to brainstorm about what we are going to do next. That's what I'm doing with my sons, with my daughters. These are my children here. Yeah, that, that's just half of them. Lord said, be fruitful and multiply. I took him seriously. I got five girls and five boys i smile at you you you'll fail a rabbit test <laughs> <laughs> millennials don't know anything about a rabbit test i know they say what does he mean by that what's a rabbit test don't worry baby that's okay he's a little off don't worry about that <laughs> i'm telling you i'm so i mean we got to we got to be grateful and, and celebrate and have a, a spirit of gratitude that we are still here, that we are victorious, that we have accomplished some things and have created an opening so we can work our gifts. That's what we've done. That's what we are fighting for, to be in position so we can do that which we are called to do. And, and trust me, this place where we are, this is not any time for people who are just looking for getting another job, who, who've been eliminated from the job market because of the coronavirus or because of artificial intelligence. No, 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 no. This is a time to create. We were created by the creator to create, create something for yourself, something that's you, something that's in your heart, something that's your calling. A job you get paid for. A calling is what you're made for. Come on. And I decided I had a goal. What, what's your goal now? What, what is it you're going to do? People that don't have goals die sooner than people 
who have goals. Why? They have no reason to get up in the morning. They need an alarm clock. But when you have a goal, you don't need an alarm clock. No, you don't. You, you'll get up. And, and trust me on this. When, you, when, there, when there's a reason for your life, reasons are, are empowering, reasons, they, they bring something out of you. Reasons uh, allow you to rise and face whatever life throws at you because it's going to throw some stuff at you. Think it not strange that you face the fiery furnaces of this world. You will, no matter if you give 10% of your earnings, you will, no matter if you've been real good, you will, no matter if you speak in unknown tongues, you will have tribulations. You will, if you've been real good, you will have tribulations. Stuff's going to happen to you. Why? That's the way it's set up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I have gone through so much stuff. I'm here in Kansas Centers of America, and they they, they gave me a, a CT CT span stand. I mean scan. You have to drink the solution, and then they scan your body, and they said, "Oh, we see a little presence of something here." I've said, "Lord, look here. Don't you have anybody else? Can you?" Can you pass this cup to somebody else? <laughs> well, come on, what do you mean? What you talking about? Well, you need to come back and we're going to uh, give you an MRI. An MRI? <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't like MRIs. Oh, y'all y'all, should be calling and talking to people in places where I've been where they gave me an MRI. When the last MRI I had, I left him a little gift in there. And now that machine, that MRI machine, is on the side of the building. <laughs> oh my God. They didn't give him his medication this morning. I'm sorry, Tyrone, I'll be through in a minute. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. They, you know, I mean, come on. They put a mask on my face and then they strap my face down and then they put straps over my arms and everything and my body and push me in and they closed the door and then they went out the room and said, just relax and, and, and breathe deeply. And they turned the light off and they said, when we, when we push this button and tell you to hold your breath, hold your breath. Are you all right? No. <laughs> I tell you what I did. But, uh, <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you why it strapped me down. Cause last time I did it, I scooted out. <laughs> I scooted out the other end. I said, no, 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 no. can't do this. No, no. I scooted out. Y'all gotta give me some. Y'all gotta give me some. <laughs> I'm claustrophobic. Yeah, when I was a kid, they were playing and locked me in a refrigerator. And I had recalls about all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Maybe the word got out, so they strapped me down this time. They strapped me down and pushed me in. Mm. I called the whole gate. Give me the strength, not the strength. Give me the strength. <laughs> to handle this.
I was trying to say the Lord's prayer. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not walk. I had known the 23rd Psalm since I was a kid. All I could remember was when that light went off, when they closed that door, all I could remember was the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not walk. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not walk. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> if you never had an MRI, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Hey, all I'm saying is life is coming for you. <laughs> Why? I didn't do nothing. I understand. It's coming for you. <laughs> and so, therefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day that having that all to stand. And so as you think about yourself and think about where we are right now, we got a fresh start. And we want to capitalize on this. We want to maximize this. We, we want to get everything we can out of this. We want to milk this time until, until it expires. <laughs> you know what Robert Shuler said? He said, tough times never last, but tough people do. And he was right. And we are still here. We are tough. Now we got to do what we have to do. Until, until this expires, nothing stays the same. Everything must change. Nothing stays the same. Listen, Quincy Jones, flesh and blood didn't reveal that to you, but my heavenly father, which aren't in heaven. We got a fresh start. It's time to get serious. What is it you want to do? What's in your heart? What is it that you'd like to do before you check out? My goal is to train entrepreneurs. My goal is to teach people how to use their voice and, and how to promote their business, to promote themselves, to promote their ideas, to promote their products, to create a new chapter in their lives, to live a larger life, a larger life, because we can, we got it like that. You think God spared us so we can live a small life? Mm. No, 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 no. We are here to do the greater work. So what does that look like for you? Come on. We're here to build a legacy for our children and our children's children. And, 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 and do you realize that most men, when they die, they leave a, a, a liabilities rather than a legacy? They're not even thinking about it. See, when you are in survival mode, it's one thing to live versus surviving. When you're made in the likeness and image of God, and you know that, and you've been given authority and dominion over everything on the face of the earth, and you live from that place of power, rather than have that just be lip service, rather than life service, you're able to create. Mm. What are you creating? How much time do you have left? The journey that has brought me this far is much longer than the journey that I have left. So my goal is to maximize it. My, my goal is, is to finish strong. How many of you are ready to finish strong so that you can live full and die empty as Miles Monroe would say? Most people go to their graves with their talents, their abilities, mm. their dreams in them. You have to get to a place where you say to yourself, 
I'm not going out like this. I have a friend of mine who he lived a criminal life in and out of jail, in and out of jail. And the last time he got out of jail, he went to the hospital. One of the, the, the children that he had impregnated a woman with, he was there at the hospital when the baby was born, his son. And when the baby opened his eyes, he said, that was his rehabilitation. He said, he decided in that moment, that was a turning point, in that moment, he would no longer live a criminal life. What, what will it take for you? Paul said, I must die daily. What will it take for you to die to who you have been now that we have a fresh start? What will it take to, to, for you to die to who you've been, to have a fresh start on this day, to honor your commitment to yourself, to, to get off all your medication, to exercise. I'm, now I'm talking to myself. And, and do the things that you know you need to do, Mr. Brown, Mr. Motivator, that will keep you here on the planet longer. So you've got to do some things so you can be here. Being here is not a given. You have to work at it. So what's your game plan? for being here, for improving your life and putting more life into your years. So when that young sister runs who announced her candidacy at the inauguration, what are you gonna do differently? See, it's one thing say, I wanna be here at 90. You're 75 now. I wanna be here now, but it's something else when you say, I expect to be here. See, want shows up in conversation, expectation shows up in behavior. Mm. Hmm. Wow. Oh my goodness. If the shoe fit, wear it. And if it doesn't fit and it's your shoe, wear it anyhow. <laughs> oh no, he didn't go there. The shoe wow. can show me here, here not, but it's something else when you say, I expect to be here. See, want shows up in conversation, expectation shows up in behavior. Hmm. Wow. Oh my goodness. If the shoe fit, wear it. And if it doesn't fit and it's your shoe, wear it anyhow. <laughs> No, he didn't go there. Yes, he did. Do you have any advice on someone who maybe doesn't have their why concrete today on what they're doing? You got to find out what's in their heart. My favorite book says, where your heart is, there your treasure is also. I was talking to a young man yesterday and, and, and he said to me, when I asked him, I said, okay, you, you, you earned a lot of money. Yes. You've made millions of dollars. What does the rest of your life look like? And he said, I don't know. I said, okay. But if you did know, stepping into your imagination, what would that look like? He said, I like to help people. I said, great. So let's work from there. Let's, let's, let's come up with a program that allows you to do that without interfering with what you're doing and earning money because you enjoy that too. Yes. You know, 
Red Fox said money won't buy you happiness, but can make a hell of a down payment. <laughs> <laughs> you know? and, so, and so we're now working together to, to, to help people in different areas of Africa to get clean water, mm -hmm. things that we Beautiful. take for granted. Yes. And, and also, I'm a 29-year fourth-stage cancer conqueror. That's right. So helping children who are struggling with cancer as well as adults to know that you're more powerful than cancer. Yeah. So he now is partnering with me. And so I encourage people who have not figured out their next step, align themselves with someone that's doing something that you feel good about, that you say, you know what? I think I'd like to help that out. That's not something I'm gonna give some time to, yes. but I can volunteer as well as make a financial contribution. Mm to help to improve the quality of some people. Horace Mann said we should be ashamed to die until we've made some major contribution to humankind. Yeah. And a lot of people, they decide when they make a lot of money to get all the trinkets in. And that's just not me. I got a Mickey Mouse watch. Yes. You know? I have a Mickey Mouse underwear, but I'm not showing. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I made some serious money. But to me, Living a life of contribution, living a life that will outlive you, yeah. making a mark, something that gives you a sense of fulfillment, something that, that when you think about it, that you will die a life of no regrets. Yeah. I read this book called Live a Life of No Regrets and they talked about these wealthy people who are about to die and they did not ask about all the trinkets they had. They didn't ask whether or not they got an oil change on their, their brand new car or how much money the company generated that particular mm -hmm. day. They talked about relationships, yeah. talked about meaning. What is this thing called life all about? And so to, to me, I'm not a, a religious person. I, I see myself as a a spiritual person. Yeah, I like Religious that. people are afraid of going to hell. Yes. Spiritual people have been there. Yeah. And hell to me is what you experience when you die and you meet the person that you were supposed to become. Yeah. And the work that you were supposed to do. It was part of your assignment, but you didn't take the time of self-discovery to find out what the greater work for you was. Yeah. Well, I love uh, multiple things you said there. I love the live a life that will outlive you. And that, yeah. that that hit me hard. Um, I love I love you know what 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 hell is for for you um, yes. when you die. And and you, you know I think it's it's increasingly harder to do that self discovery work or could be right with distractions of cell phone, social media, things like that. Is there is there? I guess I'm curious your opinion on that with with so many distractions today. That pull us away. I mean, I had I had a, a friend of mine for for context yesterday runs a you know a multi multi million dollar business had uh, a big issue happen and he's trying to figure out what to do and he's running a million miles an hour and I said hey you know planes in extreme turbulence slow down I go, have you ever did you sit for ten minutes with the pen and paper and just think what the next action is wouldn't you know the second we were done he sprinted out of the room he didn't, yeah. he, he didn't even take the time to think about thinking at the time so anyway yeah so yeah I'm curious your thoughts with all the distractions today. What, you know, self-discovery plan. I right? had an experience. If you don't know when to stop, sometimes life will stop you. Yeah. 
Sometimes God has to break a life in order to heal a life. And I was stopped because I've been over in the airport to pick something up and I experienced sciatica pain. And then I was dealing with the pain of fourth stage cancer. And I never forget when I was in California, Playa Vista, and my niece and my business partner left to go to the store. They helped me get into the bathtub and they helped me to get out. I couldn't do it by myself. I couldn't pick up the weight of my own body. And they put me in bed and they said, we'll be right back. And they must have gotten caught on the four or five and it took longer than what they thought. And there I was on my back and I couldn't get up. And all I could think about, I was just like that guy. All these things that I said I had to do. Yeah. No, I didn't have to do it. They were going to get done or it did not get done because I couldn't get up. Yeah. I couldn't take myself to the restroom. And I'm here hoping and trying not to panic. Oh God, help me stabilize myself and not to panic. And if something happened in this house, I couldn't get up and run out. Mm. And it made me rethink my life. Mm. And I realized I was not irreplaceable. I'm replaceable. And we all have an expiration date. Yeah. Michael Jackson said, this is it. This is the last concert I'm going to do. They spent millions of dollars on stadiums and millions of dollars on marketing. It was it, but not the it that he was thinking about. Right. And so in that moment, I looked at my life and I started clearing things off my plate that I had told myself I had to do. All the people that I was helping, I wrote a resignation letter. I'm no longer going to be Mr. ATM. Mm. They rejected my resignation letter. Yeah. <laughs> and I sent it back again. <laughs> okay. And I said, figure it out. Yeah. And I thought about something that Ayanna Von Sant said. She said, give to yourself until your cup runneth over and then give to others from the overflow. Yeah. And people will use you as long as you allow them to use you. And so during this time that I'm on the bed and, and embarrassed because I can't get up and I might urinate on myself or soil the sheets, I realize you are replaceable. Yeah. Lord, when you help me to get my strength back, that I can stand up and walk without pain, I'm gonna be a different person. Yeah. You know, Marion White said in life, when you don't have enough courage and insight to know that you have outgrown a situation and it's time to move on in that level of enlightenment, life will move on you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so 
life moved on me. Yeah. And I honored it and I respected it. And now I ask myself, is this something I want to do? Right. Is this part of my agenda or is this someone else's agenda yeah. that I've decided to take on? Yeah. And that's such a such a big lesson for a lot of people listening, myself, you clearly givers to the world. We love give, yes. give, give. And as you're saying that, fill your cup first, you know, that the heart pumps blood to itself first. Such an important lesson for you know people that are inherently givers, not takers, to yes. to and it feels dirty, at least for me, it's felt dirty at times, giving to myself first, because I'm so used to take it all, take it all, take it all. But to your point, it, 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 you end up running yourself into a ditch. Absolutely, and you can't give from an empty wagon. Yeah. You take care of you. And I had a secretary who, she was distributing money to my friends, to my family, and she came in. And she said, Mr. Brown, I said, yes, Regina. She said, here's a piece of paper and a pen. Hypothetically speaking, if something happened to you, write down the names of people that you help every day that will come to your rescue. I said, why would you ask me to do that? She said, I'm just curious. And I sat there with the paper in front of me. I couldn't think of anyone. Wow. The majority of the people on the paper would say, Les, if I could, I would. Yeah. But I don't have it. Where if they had called me, if I didn't have it, I would get it. Yeah. And so everybody's in their rightful place. Their rightful place is where their thoughts have brought them. Their true place of independence, their true place of controlling their own destiny is where their thoughts can take them. Mm. And most people won't invest the focus, the energy, and the effort to live a life on their terms. Yeah. Has that come as a daily morning routine, as an evening routine throughout the day? How does that tactically When I get up in the morning, I say all things work together for good. For those who love God and for those who are called according to his purpose. And then I say, Lord, whatever I face today together, you and I can handle it. And I review the goals of what I want to get out of the day. Most people get up and they just want to get through the day. And then in addition to that, what I do is that I start thinking about what is it I need to learn today that I did not know yesterday? So, and after I recite those affirmations and I look at the things that I want to get out of the day that I wrote the night before, and then I ask myself, what is it that I need to learn today that I did not know yesterday? Yeah because I believe that in order for us to make it in and out of the pandemic, one, it requires mental resolve, feeding our faith. And, and right now our faith is being tested. Yes. And it's easy to have faith, your bills are paid, you got a job, your business is successful, the relationships are working, the children are not driving you crazy. It's yes. easy to have faith then. But when you have had the rug 
snatched out from under you like the pandemic has done. Faith not tested can be trusted, okay? The next thing that's very important is having relationships. My son, John Leslie, who's a speaker and a coach and the president of our company, he said, always ask yourself, when you think about your relationships, who should you count on and who should you count out? There are people who are always there when they need you, but when you need them, you can't find them. Yes. And so this is the time that we have to look at our relationships and ask the question, what is this relationship doing to me? Yeah. Dr. Dennis Kimbrough said you earn within two to $3,000 of your closest friends. Academy Award winner Sidney Poitier said that when you go for a walk with somebody, something happens. Either they adjust to your pace or you adjust to their pace. Whose pace have you adjusted to? Mm. And so I encourage people to look at your relationships and ask, what is this relationship doing to me? Yeah. Am I growing mentally and emotionally and spiritually and financially? Am I living a life that will outlive me? Yeah. And the next thing is, is that developing collaborative, achievement-driven, supportive relationships, but also practicing the principle of upgrading your communication skills. Warren Buffett, when he graduated from Harvard, the first thing he did was he invested in a communications course. I, I trained the people on a course I trained called Hungry to Speak. And the reason is, Steve Jobs said that the storyteller is the most powerful person in the world. Yes. That you, if you can tell a story about yourself, about your knowledge, your skills, do a podcast that's compelling like you're doing yes. to make your mark for that which you believe in that this is the attention economy and but in order to get the attention create an experience with the attention and ignite the attention people who don't know how to do that they have skinny children yes <laughs> <laughs> so you got to learn how to become an effective communicator yes in order to make it in the attention economy. Hold that attention, create an experience with that attention so that you can have your place in the marketplace. Yes. You know? So mindset, relationships, OQP, only quality people, and effective communication skills. I believe that life is for living, for loving, and being healthy. And, and leave, living a meaningful life, a purposeful life. Why, why purposeful? Well, because it narrows your choices. I, I spent time talking to my son last night. I said, you know, I said, I don't have a void in my life because I don't know who my father was that I'm aware of. I'm adopted, okay? But what I was saying to him, I said, the conversation that I'm going to have with you right now is a conversation if I knew my father that he would have with me. And right now, I'm feeling that. I'm going to, I'm going to talk to you and share some things with you that I've seen, that I've experienced. And ultimately, it's your call. It's your choice. But I've seen a thing or two. I know a thing or two. I can't make the choices for you. 
All I can share with you to minimize the, 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 the pain and, and disappointment and just living a life that's not you, that does not represent the highest that's within you. I'm, I'm going to talk to you now about some things that, that I'm encouraging you to do so that your future you, your future life that's in you will say, man, I'm glad you did that. Wow. I'm glad you made that choice. I said, are you with me? He said, yes, sir, dad. I said, don't, don't you have anything to say? Well, he said, well, I'm not going to argue for my limitations. All right. Because I was telling him about something. I said, you don't want to do that. That's a, that's that's not going to help you. Make choices and ask yourself the question, is this going to bring the best out of me? Is, is this moving my life and the direction that represent the highest that is within me? Or is this going to take me down a path at some point in time, I will regret that I made this choice. Robert Frost, come forth, please. Two roads diverge in a yellow wood and I, I selected the road less traveled by and that has made all the difference. The road to life is straight and narrow and few there be that find it because few there be that are willing to be disciplined. Few there be that are willing to listen. Few there be that are coachable. Few there be that are willing to leverage the experiences of other people so they can maximize their impact in this thing called life. You can't tell them anything. There's nothing worse than arrogance and ignorance. People who think they know and they don't know. Mm. If, you, if you're not one of those people and, and, and you're ready to be coached or you're ready for breakthrough thinking as Dr. Stan would say, Dr. Breakthrough. Yeah, yeah. Hello, I got it like that. As, as Reverend Ike would say, you can't lose with the stuff I use. <laughs> Behave. <laughs> Why are you laughing? You got to laugh today. You got to. You, you got to find ways and create special moments. I'm. I'm creating a moment that we spend together. You're going to be saying to some of your friends, "You know what? I watched that crazy boy Les Brown, Mamie Brown's baby boy. He had me rolling, child. He need. He he needs some help. He little touches the head, really." He, he cut his flat top off too. Yeah, he used to be looking like kid in play from house party. Yeah, he cut the flat top off. Somebody got to him. <laughs> no, he did not. Did not, not, not. I just did it because it's a new year. I'm going to get it done in 21. There's some things I'm determined to do, determined to accomplish. What is it that you're determined to do? that you are determined to accomplish, that you've been going at it again and again and again, and, and, and you fail, and now you're ready to quit, or you've already quit. I'm saying to you, come, Lazarus, come forth. Had to call him three times. Come on, you, you got the power to come out of there. Lazarus, didn't you hear me? You know something. People watching say, you know, I think Jerusalem Slim has lost it. He called him, we told him the man's dead. Yeah, a lot of people walking around well, a lot of potential in them that's dead. Mm. Greatness in them that's dead. Genius in them that's dead. Abilities and talents that need to be resurrected 
that's dead. Greatness and, and abilities to change the world that need to be called forth three times. Lazarus, come forth. Whoa, wow. He said, brothers and sisters, start running from everywhere. Oh, my Lord, good Lord. That's a good Google Google. <laughs> <laughs> They say, he's on fire. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Wow. The distance that I have traveled so far is longer than the distance I have left. Is that the same for you? We don't know how much time we have left. If that the same for you, have you had some setbacks and failures and and you have convinced yourself it can't be done? No. Change your approach. But don't change your decision. Get some help. Because by changing your approach and getting some help, you can take your performance and your impact to another level by getting the right help and the right coaching. You can live a life that will outlive you. Oh, you have greatness in you. Yes, yes, absolutely you do. That, it's not judged by how much money you have or your materialistic possessions. It's not judged by that. No. No. I've never seen an ambulance or hearse the funeral carrying some money behind it or furniture or home dragging all that stuff out to the cemetery no they don't bury you with homes with your brand new car your Rolex watch no no you wouldn't leave it all here when Howard Hughes who was the richest man in the world died Somebody asked on the plane, how much did he leave? And the answer was, all of it. <laughs> Guess what? Vi Clark, my friend who passed, she said, life don't owe me any change. I've lived life my way. Live your life in such a way that life don't owe you any change. Or you got a goal, a dream. Just say, you know, I got this, this, this dream that that keeps showing up, and and it's up in my face. Something that I want to do with my life. Okay, all right, I got you. I know that. I had this goal and dream of buying my mother home, and I did it. I did it. I'm working with somebody right now who they have the same dream. I said, good. I'm going to show you how to do that. It came to me and they, we have a form that people fill out where we vet and find out what is it you want to do? What's your goal? What's your dream? You are hungry to win. If you're hungry to overcome your fears, if you're hungry to learn how to use your voice, if you're hungry to live a larger life, if you're hungry to live a life of adventure, Helen Keller said that life is either a daring adventure or it's boring. If you're hungry to transition out of a job that's not you, 
and want to learn how to do something that is you if you are in that kind of place and you know that you just feel it in your heart of hearts the best is yet to come the best in me is yet to come what i've gone through will not define me the best is yet to come greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world the best is yet to come you are more than a conqueror the best is yet to come be with that know that and live your life from that place of power <clears throat> man 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 if y'all are not inspired after hearing that i don't know what to do with man Man, that was deep there, man. Wasn't that good? Man, go ahead and press the number three if you have something that you would like to share on the Zoom that stood out for you. Man, I got so many quotes and notes from this, man. I said, ooh-wee. Man, this brother here, man, was on it. Yeah, this brother was on it. Uh, that brother was on it. Somebody on, uh, what is that, Facebook? They said, how do you, what she say? No, nail. How do you find the correct help? That's a good question, man. And when I heard you say that, read that, the first thought that came to my mind or the picture that came to my mind was the perfect help. Then a second thought said, how do you know what the perfect help is? Because if Allah, God is at the center of everything and he has an active and permissive will, huh? then the help that we thought wasn't help may have been the help that took you to your next level. Uh-oh. Come on now. Don't get that dude. Now, brother, don't get me. Oh, brother, Les going now. He's Listen, this is just a thought. Now, the help that you thought wasn't help probably was the help to get you where you were supposed to go. See, there are some people that come in our lives that we thought or that we think with our small mind. I wish I wouldn't have met him. I wish I wouldn't have met her. Oh, I, I, I regret this and I regret that. When that was the thing that gave you the courage. That was the thing that gave you the bravery. That was the thing that gave you the ingredient that you needed to get to this next level. So help is not the one who's perfect in everything. Help may be the one that you took their class and you just learned one little thing. Now, I didn't get enough, but I, I learned this one thing. Man, as I think back on my life and all the courses, I mean, I've bought courses now. I'm talking about 10,000, 25,000. I done bought some courses, man. And in my mind, I, you know, I can think back and say, well, damn, man, was that really worth it? But then I also say, well, if I got one piece of information, I'm talking about just one thing that I didn't know, I really don't know how valuable that was. One situation, I don't know how valuable that was. It wasn't that they were supposed to be the complete help with every single thing that I did. Maybe, maybe I was there to get some, some ingredient that I needed. Then you, when we look at the definition of help, you know, I used to say this a couple of years ago, especially when people talk about what black leaders are supposed to do for them. I think, you know, we, we look for people that puts us in position and we ain't got to do nothing. 
We're looking for putters, not helpers. Put me in the position. Come buy my home. Come brush my teeth. Come clean my house. No, 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 no. Look at what help is in by definition. It says make it easier for someone to do something by offering one's services or resources. It didn't say that he was going to make it easy by doing it. It didn't say that she was going to make it easier by doing, but maybe they was going to provide me with something that made it easier for me to figure it out, that made it easier for me to do it, because ultimately it's going to be me that's going to care enough to do whatever needs to be done to get me. It's not that, that, that let me, let me take that back. It's not going to be ultimately that care. Other people care, but other people genuinely don't always have the time. And the resources, they can't, I mean, some people are trying to help thousands of people. It's like the minister, man, you know, the minister love us, but he can't answer every call. He can't answer every email, but he, what, what has he given us of a word that helps us and makes it easier for us to help ourselves? So that would be my thought, man. Um, I know you probably was looking for a different answer, but uh, no, I don't think it is no perfect help. I don't think it's no per where this person just does every single thing that I need. No, I think some people come in our lives and even the ones who we think was bad help. If we if we look at it from a lives perspective, there is a lesson in it that we learned that made me better than what I was a year ago. That made me better. Even if we had the thought of man, I'm going to figure this out on my own. Do you know how powerful that is? Do you know where you would be if you were stuck two years ago? Saying, nobody has helped me? Do you know where we will be if three, five years ago we were stuck saying, man, when will my help come? So if somebody even encouraged you to say, man, I'll figure this out on my own. Do you know, I know we, I know in the midst of it, it's bad. That's what, that was, that was her job. That was his job. But if you look at your life, you say, damn, boy, look at the skill sets I done developed. Boy, look at the look at the look at the leadership I done developed out of what I thought was a bad thing. So who's the, who's the first one? Let's go to uh, who the first number three. Who the first three? Okay, we got we got. I know it's more threes than that, right? But let's go to brother brother Samuel. Assalamu alaikum, dear brother. Can you hear me? Well, alaikum salam. I can hear you loud and clear. Yes, sir. I'm gonna, I got to go to a meeting. I'm going to get this out real quick. Uh, hold on, hold on, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me make sure you're on the screen. Let me fix this view real quick. Okay, there you go. Go ahead. Okay, yes, sir. Uh, the thing that stood out to me was the part that says your voice is your superpower. Mm. And and it said, um, um, and I thought of the words, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Uh, and then it talks about Life and death and the power of the tongue for your voice, your word. You know, I thought that stood out to me. Um, and I think another part was the most difficult part is to believe. Mm. That made me think of a saying we said back in the other day when I was younger to say, if your mind can conceive it and then in your heart you can believe it, then in your spirit you can achieve it. So that stood out, you know, all this right thinking. Um, and then that part that said about he was a, uh, Educable, mentally retarded, right? He was labeled that when he was young. And I thought about when I was in fourth grade, of course, I was put in remedial math, right? <laughs> I didn't get it to the seventh grade. It didn't, it didn't click, but I knew how to follow direction, even when I didn't understand and it came, the meaning came. 
came later. Even when I got to college, they said, well, I can't major in the computer science or the math that I was going to major and become an ACT score with too low. But I did it anyway. <laughs> and I got two majors, math and computer science, mind and physics, and it was a top student in class. So I can relate a lot to what Les was saying. And uh, I used to listen to Les, matter of fact, a long time ago, Miss Mamie Brown, baby boy, <laughs> you have the power to live your dream. But uh, that's what came to mind for me. So I just want to say that little tidbit. Thank you, sir. Praise to Allah, man. You, you. That was one. That was one of mine. When he says, uh, he said the most difficult thing was to believe that I could do it. It wasn't that I couldn't do it. He said we are made in the image and likeness of God. Even in John fourteen twelve, one of one of my favorite. Y'all probably hear me say it all the time. John fourteen twelve says. Those who believe will be doing the works that I'm doing, even greater things. Those who believe. But now, I don't want to assume that all of us know what believe means. We've been hearing it all of our lives. We've probably been saying, I believe I can fly. I don't know if that's appropriate to sing today. Anyway, but hey, uh, many of us have been singing it and saying it. But the definition of believe is accept something. To be true. Not that it's not. It's already true. We already made in his image and likeness. We He've already given us the, 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 the stuff to make it happen. Because we ain't creating. We, we making. Because he's provided us with everything already. We just making it based on the things that's already really been created. So it's not that we can't do it. It's not that we're not powerful. It's not that we're, we're, we're not uh, 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 young gods. But do we accept it to be true? And what we say isn't always what we believe, which takes me to one of the most, one of my favorite quotes he said, which is, want shows up in conversation. Expectation shows up in behavior. What do we now? Now, now, I know some of us. The first time you 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 heard him say that, you think about somebody else. Ah, oh, yeah, I didn't expect. I was no, uh, uh. Talking about self. What do we expect from ourselves? Because I know we want to what some what we expect somebody else to do. They ain't doing all. We we got a whole bunch of people we can point out. Whole bunch of names came up in our head, right? Now, nah, but turn, make it do a U turn. Right here. See, I'm saying I want this and I want better and I want to do better and I want to get better. But what are we doing? What is our behavior in our life for myself? I got this goal. I want to do this. But what are you doing? What is your be does your behavior show that? And like you said, man, it said first was the word. Then the word become fle became flesh. So, yeah, first was the word, then the word became flesh. So it had to manifest just like it has to. That's the same process it has to take, um, you know, with us. So that was powerful, man, when he said you're one. Because many of us want a lot of things. I want a new home, right? I, I want more money. I want better business relationships. I want better marriage relationships. I want better father and daughter, son. But we want a lot of stuff. But then it makes me think about everything needs a system. As I kind of grow in business and my, and my position in business, before I do something, I'm starting to learn that, hey, man, when you are doing stuff alone or when you're doing something that's small, really, is a better word, you may not need a system. It may be easy for you to have a thought and just move out on it. 
But when you want to do something that uh, is, is, is impactful, sustainable, and live beyond you, like he said, everything has to be calculated and thought out like a system. Or else, is like me, I, 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 I'm used to being able to have a thought, I want to do something, and then I'm able to do it. Oh, I want to do this. Oh, I'll do it. I want to do that. But now my time. I have to literally systematize it. Hey, are you able to do this based on the resources that you have? See, this ain't just I want to make a video, make a video. No, you got uh, you got three, four, five, six, seven other people that has to be considered to sustain this. So you got to think this thing out. So let's go to uh, sister. Uh, is it Nadine or Nadine? Rudy said, my wife and I want to get info on your course, but I've never received info about it. If you hit me up on Facebook, for those who are listening on Facebook, uh, I cannot respond on Facebook. Uh, they block my Facebook. I got, I'm pretty sure, hundreds, if not thousands of messages on my Facebook, because that's where I got 1.2 million followers at. If y'all inbox me on there, I can't respond. So you got to hit me on Instagram at Brother Ben X. And if anybody contacts y'all, they, they got they still in my pictures, they still in my identity and all that. They're gonna inbox y'all. If anybody's inboxing you on Facebook from a brother, but now I do got a personal page, and y'all who know know what my personal page is, but my business page, Brother Ben X, anybody that's inboxing you from a brother Ben X page is not me on Facebook. And then on Instagram, TikTok, and all that, Twitter, make sure that the username says at Brother Ben X. All of them can put as they name Brother Ben X, but the only at name will be mine that is Brother Ben X. Make sure there's no numbers, there's no zeros where the O is, there's no underscores. So if you want to learn more about the course, um, uh, go to, go to dreleads.com. And I'm actually about to do a free webinar this week. For those who are interested in that. All right. Let's go to Sister. Um, she didn't answer. Let's go to Sister Yasina. Assalamualaikum. Waalaikumsalam. So this was right on time. Between Friday and then MGT class. And now this morning, everything is in alignment for me. So what I, I loved was what he said. Well, a couple of points. But tough times don't last, but tough people do. And... It just reminded is a reminder for all of us that, you know, the circumstances of today, they're there for today. There's a lesson in it for each of us to learn. And we can't go back once it's, it's over and done with. It only show keeps showing up because we keep thinking about it. We don't calibrate forward because we're trying to we keep trying to go backwards and we can't go back backwards in time. So once we've gone through it and we know we've learned the lesson, then the universe has no choice but to help us to go forward. But we don't make progress in our lives mentally, spiritually, financially, emotionally, because we stay stuck in what was. It's like the man that used to have hair now got a receding hairline. And instead of embracing the, the you know, receding hairline because you're old, I mean, you know, your, your hair fell out. You're stuck on, man, when I was 20, I had a hair, a head full of hair, you know, or the woman who used to be uh, a ballet dancer, but because of circumstances, she can no longer do that. But instead of embracing where she is and trying to figure out how to use those skills 
to better herself or help others. And today she's stuck on what was. We can't continue to stay stuck on what was because we miss out on what is and we can't go forward to to even get what's to come. So that was one of mine. And then when he said, sometimes God has to break a life to heal a life. That was powerful for me because we don't know what's going to happen from the, from today to tomorrow. But in it, when we get sick, when we, when we get hurt, whatever, you know, even in those times, that's for me, that, that for me, it was a reset time. I didn't think about it at the, in the beginning, but that was my, my time to sit back. I couldn't drive for nine months. That was my, my time after I stopped wallowing in self-pity. I sat back and I was like, okay, let me focus on healing. Let me focus on what God has, has, has me here to do at this time. And, and then I look at where I was just to say praise be to Allah to where I am now. And because I didn't stay in that state of mind I'm, and I'm no longer in that state of mind, my life is so fulfilling and it's so great now. So just don't stay in that mindset. Let's allow your, uh, yourself to heal internally and externally, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. And I'm telling you, life will be so much better. We won't have to be sitting around talking about how life be life and no, life is living. Assalamu alaikum. Mmm, salam. One thing I gotta, I gotta give you some pushback on. I'm not embracing the ball. Y'all ever see me start going ball? Show, send me a website to where to get me a hair unit. Put get some of that permanent spray. Oh, I I seen what ball looked like. I can't embrace the ball. Uh-uh. So if we're here by that time. Man, just figure it out. <laughs> you put some spray on. I promise you I'm a clown on you. Put it on. Just go ahead. I'm clowning. <laughs> hey, man, by that time, I know they're going to have some new technology. Well, uh-uh. We ain't going to have to go ball. I don't know if I can embrace the ball. Uh-uh. That's going to be me. That's going to be me who's saying, man, I used to have the fade. and Yep, that's going to be me. I can embrace everything else. But no, that ball, yeah, I'm going to have to give me one of them hair units, one of them permanent joints that last for three months at a time. Mm-hmm. That's going to be me. Uh, but yeah, that was good. That was good. Um, one thing that's another thing that stood out to me was when he said. Uh, uh, people who are hungry have an agenda. People who are not hungry are a part of someone else's agenda. So think about whose agenda are you following? Now, he also said that you can find someone who you see doing something great and be a help. So it's not, so I'm saying that to say there's nothing wrong with us. If you don't, if you're not leading the agenda, then it's not yours. Like you can come be a helper. Just make sure it's something that you're willing to help and that you want to help because you don't have to do that just to get money. Right. So um, as we get older, man, I'm thinking about my age. I'm still in my 20s, but I'm, I mean, I'm right there. I mean, whoo, 30 is around the corner, man. And, I'm, and I can just remember when I was 14, had them braids with the beads in it. And it's like time is now I can say that now time is timing. Now, that's something that ain't going to never change. Time is, that's a new one. So if y'all see anybody using that, y'all know y'all heard it first. Time is timing. Time ain't, man, time is moving, man. I mean, I can remember 
First time I drove to the to the my mama let me go to the corner store. I bought what? I ain't gonna tell you my age. Uh, but yeah, I, I drove to the corner store by myself. Man, I can remember the excitement. You know, when you first drive in the car and you doing this here, and then you let the witness that cat Williams don't come up. Now listen, this ain't this ain't that joke. I'm just showing what this real talk now. I I I am driving the car and you and you turn and you and you let the window down. And you and you turn that music up and you let all your friends know that you, yeah, this me driving. Yeah, this me. Yeah, when you're young and you just now start driving, you let all, it could be six, it could be six degrees. You let all windows down. You want everybody to know, yeah, your boy driving. I remember them days. Now I don't even want to drive. Y'all remember that? You remember you wanted to drive. Now you you drive it. Now you drive. Now you can drive. Now you good. Now I'm good. See? Look at how, look at how life is turning on us. So, man, if you haven't found, man, if you haven't found your purpose yet, if you haven't found your agenda yet and not just haven't found it, because, see, here's the hard part. Now, this now this is what's going to hit some of us. I think it hurts even more when you've discovered your purpose. But you ain't living it. Oh, see, it's some that can, you know, some say, I really don't know. I really don't know what my thing is. But some of us have discovered it. You know what your purpose is. You you have discovered why God made you. You know how you could help people. You know who you want to help. But you ain't doing it. We making excuses. Now, we got another brother who has came on and said, what did he say? I think I wrote it down. What did he say? He said, uh. Where is it at? Achievement. Now nah, let me try to find uh, the right color. Now. Life. Mm-mm. Where is it at? Maybe I didn't write it down. But in other words, he was basically saying, "You think I want to make sure I'm in life?" He basically was. No, I didn't write it down. But he basically was saying, "Life is gonna be difficult. It's gonna be hard. It comes with that. So if we're if we if we can only accomplish our goal." And our reason for, for, for God creating me. I'm talking about the reason God made me. You heard a minister sometimes say, don't nothing make me happy. Like when I'm speaking at the roster. You would think, oh, my, my children, my wife. And yeah, those things make us, you know, make them happy and make us happy. But he said, don't nothing make me happy. When you find, he talks about when you find and you discover your purpose. Oh man, I'm nothing can't really top that. So what so what is the purpose and the reason for why you made and what excuse are you using? What excuse do you have for why you can't do that? Well, life it happened. Well, life happened to all of the prophets. Well, it just I just keep going through this. What life happened to what all the messengers? Hell, I mean, hey, man, the God came. Do you know his story? Do you know the rejection that he that he received at, at them doors in Detroit? Do you know that he was punched? They say he was punched in the mouth and he told the brothers, no, 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 don't do nothing. Oh, he was jailed to be an example for the honorable Elijah Muhammad. Come on, man. If the, come on, man. If a lie in the person had to go through and, and you talking about. Come on now. Hey, 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 hey. the Messiah, the Christ. Even if you don't believe in what we teach, yo, if you still believe Jesus from 2000 years ago, okay, look at that story. 
Come on, everybody has some type of distraction. Everybody has some type of opposition. We just read and closing the gap. Let me, want me to read it again? Where is it? This is one of my favorite pages now. Uh, 96. Here it is. Look, this is the part right here. Let me go to it. It's on page, no, nah, it's on page, uh, here it is, page 99. One whom God has given an assignment. Now, we all got an assignment. Uh, one whom God has given an assignment must understand in the nature of that assignment, God has already ordered judgmental persons to attack him, to vilify him, to malign him, to say all manner of evil against him or her, of course. Look, but he knows his sender. He knows the value of the truth with which he has been sent. Then another article says that opposition is ordained. Struggle, struggle is ordained and he is in his will for prophets and messengers to have opposition. Now, truth will overcome all opposition. I think that was the title, may have been even the title of it. But opposition, that's normal. That's, that's what's going to happen. So we only can operate when things is going perfectly. Hey, man, you already behind. If things can only be good and, and, and only work, if everything runs smoothly, man, you got the wrong perception. If you think getting in marriage, everything going to run smoothly, we got the wrong perception. You think getting in business just because we done took these courses and out of there, everything going to be running smooth. We got the wrong perception. We, we got it wrong. That's a part of it says that we're going to be tried once or twice a year. Man, that's I mean, that's going to happen. So, no, man, we got to figure out how can we how can I figure out, man, what is my gift? What is my purpose? And do it in spite of. I don't I don't care what happens in my life. I don't care what like this is my life or else I'm not living. Or else I'm not living. He said uh, the minister said, uh. The birds is doing what it's supposed to do. The bees is doing what it's supposed to do. But we're not justifying our existence. If we're not doing nothing, we're not justifying our existence. We're not here just to be taking up space on the earth, just breathing. Oh, and I'm here, you know, I'm, 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 I'm here. No, brother, 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 Les Brown. He said, create a life that lives beyond you. If we was to die today, if you was to die today, would you still live on based on what you've accomplished so far? Ooh, that's deep there, ain't it? If I was to stop, right? If I was to die today, if I didn't wake up tomorrow, and Cat Williams said something similar. We might deal with some some gems he 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 said uh, this week without the other parts. But... um. Man, if we was to die today, uh, and Brother Cat Williams said, live today as if, you know, kind of there's no tomorrow. He said something like that. Live today like it's your last day. If we was to look back and people was to look at us, and would, would, we, would they still be able to feed on us? Would they be able to get some type of impact from us? What would they really have? The stuff that's in your head, would you be, would you be regretful that you got those great ideas in your head? That God wanted you to take out of your head so that you can give to the world so that he can work through you. Would, you, would they still be in your head or would they be out and, and, and the world will be able to pull on them and use them? 
if you still got those ideas from God in your head, now I know you got all type of business things you want to do. All you want to make, you you know, bottles and shirts and all that. But then I, I used to, you know, then you think, do God really want me to make t-shirts? Now that's cool. I mean, it's going to bring some bread in. Hey, I, you know, I can cool designs. But is that really? And now for some people, it may be. It may be. Hey, man, he, that's, man he, but God made him to do t-shirts. But some of us just doing it. Some of us doing it, and you know God ain't want you to do that. Oh, you know God. Ain't. It's kind of like I had to accept that with basketball. I thought basketball was my, man, I thought I was going to be playing basketball till I died. Then I had to come to the conclusion, Brother Ben, no, he didn't create you to play basketball. That was a part of your journey. You learned a lot in basketball, principles, being on a team. You, you learned a lot of principles. But come on, bro, no, that, wouldn't, that ain't your purpose. And that's what I battled with in college. In college, when I started learning the teachings, I had to accept, man, who agenda am I really following? Am I doing this because my parents, and I had to really, I love basketball, but I had to start asking, am I doing this because my parents want me to? Am I doing this because they invested in me traveling all over the world, AAU tournaments, basketball shoes, and paying for trainers? Am I doing this because I feel guilty because of all they, I had to say, well, what do you want? What do you want? Which one is fulfilling your soul? When you go out there and play basketball and you're doing good, I know that feel good. But when you are resurrecting, when you, when people are saying, man, what feels better? And it was a hard decision to make. I, I think I told the story one time how I came in. I went to the door of the coach and I walked back. I couldn't do it. I was finna tell him, man, I'm about to quit. And then I walked back out. The third time I went to the door, he walked out because we were about to start basketball practice. He walked out. And I wasn't dressed. I had to tell him, "Hey, man, I'm uh, I forgot what I forgot what I even said. My throat, yeah, you, you know what they say, man. I was scared like him. I was nervous, shaking, cause he got a relationship with my dad. So he, first thing he do, call my dad. Oh, and then my dad called me, man. What the you up there doing, man? Get your take your getting cussed out. Mm mm, not this time. Oh, that ain't gonna work this time. I drove home, man, and I've been home ever since." <laughs> and it ended up working out. <laughs> so it ends up working out. In the beginning, it's hard. I heard things like, well, don't ask me for nothing. Shit, don't know you. Yeah, don't ask me for nothing. If you know you need something, no, I don't. So I had to learn. Hey, man. Hey, when you do things that, that you know, everybody not going to be with that when you choose you. When you decide to do what you want to do. You know what I mean? It's going to be difficult. It's going to be hard. It's not going to, you may not always have all the support. But later. If you stick on to it, gotta, gotta get you. I know some of us, man, 40, 50, you've been working job all your life, and it's hard to say, man, I don't know about taking this leap, man. But hey, man, would you rather just stay in this condition where you know this ain't what you really want to do, and you know you got more time behind you than you got before you? Whew. All right, let's go to Brother Jax. Brother Jax is back. Hey, what's going on, Brother Jax? <laughs> Assalamu alaikum, family. What's going on, man? I'm glad to be back. Um, you know, just a little mishap. To starting at seven o'clock, I was uh just with my job. It was just a little off, but I'm back. Um, few things that stood out, and you know, I just want to be precise. Um, you know, he was he was labeled like mentally incapable. I don't know the exact words that he used, but he was definitely you know hilariously serious because he was, you know, he was just telling his truth, being him at the same time. 
and a total motivation, you know, coming from where he came from, experiencing what he went through and to become a millionaire, to turn the tables in life. And now he's teaching the people who we would say are more capable of him, you know, them than him, him himself. You know, so when you listen to him, he was low key smart. He wasn't we're not talking, you know, white American smart. We're talking mentally, spiritually and righteously smart, you know. Also, like you were saying, you low-key took both my topics out of my head uh, when it comes to help. You know, also, like, you know, I'm a doer. Nobody, you know, nobody, um, I don't want nobody to just come and do something for me. You know, I don't want the, I don't want somebody to come and uh, show me the ropes. You know, it's uh, it's all about, you know, can you make the road easier that I'm navigating, help the road easier, you know, make it easier for me to navigate to get these, you know, these problems and these issues solved. And also one more thing, he said, uh, no matter what, you know, believing in whatever you believe, you could be Muslim, you know, in Islam, Christianity, uh, Buddhism, whatever, no matter what, you're going to go through trials and tribulations. You could believe in whatever you want to believe in. Uh, you're going to go through some things. Uh, oppositions all are ordained, no matter how big or small the situation is. Maybe it be, is that tan or is that beige or you know, I'm on the. I weigh this much. Well, you don't really weigh that much because you got clothes on. So that's not your real weight. Opposition is ordained. You know, and that's just something that stuck out to me. Uh, Asalam alaikum, family. Thanks for letting me speak. I'm glad to be back, and I appreciate you guys. Walek salam, brother Daniel. Yes, sir. <laughs> I gotta. I have to listen on this one to be quiet because. Uh, is a heavy subject. When you engage in really trying to accomplish something, you don't want to just be talking. <laughs> you, you want to listen and really grab something that really helps you. And while as I was listening to what the fellow student was saying and reflecting what was said, it did stand out to me when the brother said, when he was talking about the rich man, he said when he died, what did he leave? He said everything. <laughs> so I tied that to the purpose. We don't Working for money is not the purpose. It's the service that produces the money. So I started to think of service and what I will, what I do for the people that I love to do, whether I'm getting paid for it or not. And I tie that into not leaving here full of things in the mind that I wanted to do, but I never did. I remember the minister said, before I leave here, I want to empty myself of what Allah will permit me to empty myself for wisdom. I don't want to leave here a full container carrying that wisdom with me and I didn't share it with the people. So um, I'm looking at something recent that Allah blessed me to do with work with another believer and we're working with a, a fish and that young brother just from us bringing him out and some of the things that I did just trying to be a brother, just serving, not looking for nothing in return this brother in a f about three, four weeks that made such immaculate changes in his life. I'm like, wow. I mean, I never seen this in my life. I've been in this 26 years. I've never seen a fish make this type of immaculate change. Then I took the young fish to go and get some suits from Goodwill because he'd been striving to dress better. And Allah sent the brother that way that literally gifted 20 brand new suits to this fish. 
You don't. Uh, you went mute. We can't. I can't hear you no more. You on mute? And while we're using you in service to help the people, when you're just generally trying to do a service, you're not looking for nothing in return. So I'm looking at that. I'm studying to see if that's something of a gift that I have and working with his people in this way, we're just doing what needs to be done. Other people receiving great gifts, just doing what we're supposed to do. So, um, and I have to bear witness that is these two last messages and some other things that I've been studying about finding purpose that's helping me look at the natural things that I'm doing that can possibly be already in the way of service and gifting, but not know it. Yes, sir. Praise be to Allah. All right, let's go to nobody is after brother Daniel. Nobody else have anything else that you would like to share? Well, I want to give us a, some notes in case you missed these. Your brother said, is this a part of my agenda or is this someone else's agenda that I, I decided to take on? He said, most people won't invest the focus, energy, and effort to live life on their terms. He said, most want to get through the day. Think about what you want to get out of the day. And he does the day, the day before. So he's not letting life life. I'm controlling my life. I'm going to determine what I'm going to get out of life tomorrow. I'm going to say being it is as a God. And, if, and, and we have that ability to do it. We just don't let life Life winning, you know, life is life is punching at us, but we ain't we ain't moving enough to where we can, you know, we're not moving to where, shoot, I can get a little breather room. Let me set up, you know, let me let me set up my punches because life life is going to keep lifing. But we it don't it don't have to it don't have to affect us as much as it does. Now, we're going to get punched now. Ah, ooh, he got me right there. Ah, ooh, but. Once we get to training and we get to moving and, okay, ding, ding, ding. All right. Got me a little breather. Whoo. All right, brother. Damn. Put, keep your hands up, brother. You're not moving. You get your coaching. Now, get your coaching. That's what we come to the power call to. And what we go to the mosque to get, get our coaching. On Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we get our coaching. All right, now, brother. Damn, brother. Move your feet now. Move your feet. Then when you get in there, okay, now I'm doing it again. And I'm saying, hey. I got the ability to control this. Then he said, and this hit me hard because I try to do a lot of stuff, man. I got a lot of stuff I want to accomplish. And it hit me. He said, you know, when I was in that tub and I thought about it, I can't do this and I can't do that. And I think about all the things that I say I need to do or I have to do. I can decide that mm, nah, it's either going to get done or it ain't going to get done. Now, I don't know if I'm at a position to do that just yet, but man, hey. That's something, man, when you think about it, man. Am I living life on my terms? Is this what I really want to do? Think about it. Then he said, faith not tested can't be trusted. Ooh, that was one of the powerful ones for me. When he said, faith not tested can't be trusted. So we can say we got faith. Yeah, we can say we got hope. We can say that we believe. But unless you've been tested, you don't know. It's kind of like when somebody say, I love you. That's why I say, oh, yeah, all praise due to Allah. I love you, brother Ben. Pray be to Allah. <laughs> you all know me. 
You'll turn on me tomorrow. Boy, you find out. You find, oh, brother Ben, uh, man, you'll find, you'll, you'll turn on me tomorrow. Not, not, I'm not saying that, that y'all don't know the real me as if I behind the scenes, I'm just some bad person. That's not what I mean. What I mean by it is if I do make a mistake, like we all will make a mistake, oh, people will turn on you in the blink of an eye. Look at how many people don't turn on the minister. Look at how many people turn on all the Balaj Muhammad. Look at how many people turn on Master Farmer. Get, get, get the history books. So you never know until you've been tested. Not just somebody else, though, but even ourselves. We say we got faith in ourselves. We say, I believe in myself. Wait until, wait until the trial come. Then you'll see how much faith you really got in yourself. Oh, let's see if you, let's see if you buckle. When the trial come, like you said, it's easy when all the bills is paid. It's easy when things is going well. It's easy when the business is thriving. Oh, but when things get slim, <laughs> when things get slim, do you still have faith in yourself? So let's go over to Sister Randisha. Yes, sir. I saw Malika family. So a few things that stood out to me was, you know, when he was just talking about, you know, his journey through life um, as what I got from it. And he was just talking about, you know, when he goes to the hospital and, you know, when he's talking to his brothers and sisters about buying his mom a house, et cetera, et cetera. What I thought about was when you mentioned, um, I don't know if someone mentioned the color purple, but, you know, all my life I got, I had to fight. And sometimes the fight is on so many different levels, but we have to kind of study ourselves to understand what level we're on. It could be spiritual. It could be mental. It could be physical. It could be so many things, but we have to come in tune with ourselves. When he stated that we were created by the creator to create, if we're not created, I mean, if we're not creating anything, then like he said, basically we have lost our purpose. You know, he said that he knows some people that are geniuses, but their geniuses have died. He know, people that are this and it has died, but we have to make sure that we cultivate our gifts. And I was just thinking about the armor of God. When we put it on that helmet, of salvation, that belt of absolute truth, that sword of the spirit, you know, to protect our feet is protected by the gospel, that breastplate of righteousness and that shield of faith. We have to know that, you know, um, is whatever we want to do is that God is with us. So those are just a few points that I um, had to share. Assalamualaikum. Walaikum salam. And I found it. It's what I was looking for earlier. I wrote it down. He says, you will have tribulations. That's the way it's set up. So we got another brother. Y'all done heard it from the minister. Y'all done heard it. I mean, any powerful, you, we all here. Trials, tribulations, it's ordained, it's coming. He, he said, you will have tribulations. That's the way it's set up. So it's not about praying. Uh, man, Beyonce and them had some, it was some said in Beyonce movie yesterday. Her father, when they did the prayer, I forgot what they said. I should have wrote it down. I know my memory are not that good. Pray for, he said, he said, don't pray that life don't have trials. Don't, don't pray for a trialless life, something like that. Pray for triumph over the trial. Because trials is gonna be there. So don't pray, oh, I hope nothing never happens. Don't pray for our hope trial don't ever come. Don't pray for our hope tribulation don't ever come. No, pray that you overcome it. Pray for the strength and the endurance to overcome whatever is already on the way and what may already be there. And then the last thing, well, not the last thing, 
one of the things that stood out as well is that he said a job is what you're paid for. Your calling is what you're made for. Ooh, put that on the hat, ain't it? Uh, your job is what you're paid for. See, many times we say what you give, what you do good. You think first thing think in your mind is a job. Oh, man, I work. I've been working at the plant man, 10 years. I didn't ask you where you've been working at. I said, what's your gift? I don't ask certain people what's their gift, and they, do, and they just told me where they work at. I didn't ask you where you work at. I said, what's your gift? It says your gift will make room for you. But many of us are thinking about what we're paid for. We're not thinking about what we're made for. And in reality, what we made for, if we stay with it the right way long enough, that I'll also become what we're made for. And I believe some of us right now, I don't know who this is for. Some of us, we think that what in your heart of heart, you may know what you made for, but because you're not getting paid for it yet, you think, well, that may not be my purpose. No, you're confusing that. See, see, everything that gets you paid, um, don't, it's not really impactful. You can sell cigarettes and get paid. You can wash a car and get paid. You know what I mean? Like you can do a bunch of stuff and get paid. But what, are you, what, what, what legacy are you going to leave with what you do? And if we stick with it long enough... What you what you what you what you're made for can get you paid, but don't confuse the two. It's like rappers, man. Rappers, uh, you know, I always encourage rappers or anybody who's like have a skill set or a talent like that. Um, somebody's off mute. Two people. Let me look at this. Um, I, I they, I always say, man, maybe try to find a job so that what you do. Your gift can be done with a pure heart. Sometimes we, we're so quick to try to make what I'm made for get me paid that we start to find ourselves not on purpose, compromising and kind of, well, this song ain't really getting the views. Let me add this in there to get my views up so I can make more money. And then that's how we kind of get caught up into where now you know that ain't where you can. You know that ain't the type of music you want to make, but you done, you done kind of compromise piece by piece by piece. Now you, you're not even producing what your heart really want to produce because you've made this your career, and now you just got to do whatever is kind of making the money. So I encourage this, man. It's okay to have another stream of income. It's okay. Listen, all those guys who you think making seven figures a year and a month off their music, bro, them be deals, man. I mean, listen, them be deals, man. And they, they got to pay that money back. In other words, because many of I seen a sister on Vlad TV. She thought that was free money. When you get a deal, that ain't no free money. A deal is not, oh, he got 1.2. He got 800000 No, that's not just, get, you got, it's something called recoupment. You got to go do a bunch of stuff to make it back. So don't think because you funding yourself and you independent that I ain't got all this yet. That maybe this, no, man, you may need to get you a little job. You may need to get a business and let that, and, and, and your lifestyle is being funded by this. But over here, I can make something that I'm happy with. I can make something that I'm, that I'm pure. Because once you get older and then as you see it, just think about it. 
all the older people, go look at these interviews of gangsters. Go look at the interviews of older actors. Go look at the interviews of older entertainers, what they're saying they wish they would have realized when they was younger. Come on, man. They all get wiser. They all figured out what it was all supposed to really be about. So if we're young, why not already adapt that mindset so we ain't got to go through all the mistakes they made and, and say the same thing once I get 60? Man, it wasn't even really all about the money, man. It was about the legacy. It was about them. Come on, man. You, you hear everybody say it. So why you got to make the same mistake when you hearing they interviews now saying they wish they would have did it this way? I wish I would have went ahead and tried it this way. We got the ability to try it now. Even if you're 30 and 40 and 50. Because if you can live to 90, some people live until 100. Maybe some of us think that you got more time behind you than you do in front of you. How you know? How you know God won't let you be 120? Uh, you may not want to be, but you don't know. How you know you won't make it to 110? So we, many of us really got a whole bunch of life in front of us. So don't give up on yourself too quickly because you 40 and because you 50. Oh, it's about that time. No, it ain't got to be that time. You can start working out. You can start eating better. You can start walking. You ain't got to be like Cat Williams running the foot. Okay. You ain't got to be. You seen Brother Cat. Oh, he was running, wasn't it, boy? He, he fast, though. I don't know if that was 40 and the 40, though. That was about 94 feet. I don't know if that was in the But he fast. You ain't got to do that, though. You can be 50 and walk. I heard, and believers correct me if I'm wrong, that Master Father Muhammad said the best exercise is walking. Every, all of us can walk. See? We ain't got to be out there doing what them dudes be doing. They picking up chair. This is what they do. Online, don't let online fool y'all. They got y'all thinking you got to do all our exercises like this here. Ah, one, two. They, I mean, they be lifting the bench and stuff. You ain't got to do all that to work out, man. You ain't got to do all that to be in shape. You got to know your brother was that strong with you. Yeah, y'all better watch out. Don't let these jackets fool you now. No, but uh, you ain't got to be that. You ain't got to be like that. Man, you can just walk around the track. You'll be okay. You trying to, because you can't do a backflip into a, into a plank that you ain't, you know, man, I ain't, you working out ain't for me. No, even if you just jogging. Yeah, even if you just going to the gym, getting some cardio in. That's working out. That's exercising. Yeah, you can change your life tomorrow. Okay, here we go. <laughs> brother brother Martin. Laika. Well, Laika Salam. Brother, you, you. You, you make me tight when you keep talking because you make me forget what, what I originally wanted to say. <laughs> but but you, you spot on Master Fahd Muhammad said about walking because it's something that, that we all can do consistently to keep our heart rate going at a decent pace. But um, from Brother Les Brown, what he made me think about was Brother Abdul Haq Muhammad from Muhammad Mas number 25 when he spoke at, at the, uh, at, in Chicago. And his title was God. Why me? Who told you that you wouldn't have to deal with problems and situations in life? Mm. He said, he said that life has a way of presenting problems. How do you handle them? How do you deal with them? How do how what is your first thought when you get the problem? And do you do we why do we always have to revert to the negative aspect first? And then uh, when he was talking, like he was talking about when he said uh, he was mm -hmm. in the tub. I, I often thought that I would be a superhero and never hurt or injured most of my life. 
I thank God I was only in a hospital for one day since birth. But what happens when you become terminally ill? How do you grasp that? Do you mentally fall off the cliff? Or do you say praise be to Allah, thank you for the life of health and strength and be grateful and deal with what it is you have to deal with? Then the other thing I wanted to say was um, during the tough times in life, I've learned to like when I lost my son, my oldest son, because that's something I, I used to always say. What would what, what would I do if I lost one of my sons until I lost one? And then I had to come to the acceptance that he wasn't my son. He was a lost son. And he returned back to his natural father. Um, that's where I had to find comfort in my discomfort. And the last thing I wanted to bring up was, uh, you know, I was born in the project, not born in the project, but I was born, I grew up in the project and I went back to work 31 years for the housing authority. And now that I'm retired, you know, now I, I, I spilled the way. And I do have my own power business. I have 11 flavors in case somebody interested. Just a little plug. And, um, you know, I've really established myself at the house music community selling pies. But the struggle now is the wintertime when there's no house music. Do I now just, you know, abort that? No, you keep on pushing and you go door to door and you greet people and you give away some stuff. And those clients come back. Salam alaikum. Wow, alaikum salam. Yes, sir. Thank you. Sister Jamia. Hello. Yes. Um, I've listened to everything that's been said. And I was thinking about um, what stood out to me was um, when it was like my uh, wishing my life was like more fulfilling and living life on my own terms. And when you said like it hurts to know your purpose and not fulfill it, uh, that really made that really resonated with me because I know what my purpose is. Um, my purpose is, you know, writing. I've been writing for so long. Like I, it just comes so natural to me. I've always like I could write for free. You know, I don't have to necessarily get paid to write because that's just something I just love doing. I know I'm called for it, but like you said, I've always, I feel like I've been the ones that always made excuses like, oh, well, life happening, so I never have time to do it. And there was a point in time where I always, you know, there were times where I felt like, well, maybe writing, you know, wasn't for me because, you know, maybe I did, I felt like I wasn't going to make enough money. I was one of those people that thought, well, maybe I wasn't meant to do it because I wasn't making, I probably weren't going to make enough money. And I thought about all the careers, like people who was like doctors, engineers, lawyers, like scientists. I, I was looking at those careers like, oh, because they was making a lot of money. They was getting a lot of, um, there was popular, popular careers that was very lucrative. And I thought, okay, well, maybe I should go into some of those. But no matter what I, no matter how I tried to toss right into the side or, um, just say, oh, well, maybe that's not for me. I don't care what I did. If I tried to go and do something else, like writing always, like, it's like it followed me. It always stuck. It just, it, it never left my mind. I don't care what I did. I always thought about writing. It never left me. So it just, um, 
I need to definitely learn how to, um, no matter what trials are going on in my life, to stay focused and really um, see. Uh, I lost my train of thought, but yeah, I just living life on my own terms. I and really doing what is fulfilling for me. That's really uh, something that really hit me because I'm. I'm working a job now and yeah, it's making a, a okay amount of money, but you know, every time I go to that job, I always feel like, um, I don't feel some kind of void. I always feel unfulfilled, you know, going and leaving at work because I know that I could be here, you know, writing and I'm not really, you know, taking as much time, you know, to put it to the side to dedicate to writing. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, when you say writing, you want to write like books? What type of writing? Um, well, I used to write, like, I've, well, I used to want to do novels, but then I started to um, delve into poetry, and that's more appealing to me so I'm wanting to look more to write poetry. Okay. You should do like a uh, like a poetry book. Yeah, I I thought about that. <laughs> you know how to do it? Uh I don't know. You mean like a book with just a a a, a just full of poems? Yeah, do you know how to compile? Like, whatever you want to do, do you know how to compile the book? Like, make the actual book? Uh, I don't I don't think so. Yeah, you can check out uh, <clears throat> Lulu.com. Uh, yeah, Lulu.com is how I produce my books. You just up, you, you upload it. You can, you can go to F-I-V-E-R-R.com, Fiverr, and they can create you a nice little cover. And they can format it for you as well. And um, Lulu.com, they will distribute, they will put together the book and distribute it for you. And you can even have your own website to where when somebody goes to that website, um, the, when they buy the book, they'll ship it out for you as well. And then you just keep the profit. So that's LULU.com. And also Sister Yasina helps with publishing books. So Sister Yasina said uh, you can give her a call and she can help you out with getting that book published. Okay, thank you. And you from the south side of Chicago, ain't you? I <laughs> I used to, but I'm on the west side now. <laughs> <laughs> see that? See that's my gift. I don't I don't talk to so many people. I know I know where you're from. <laughs> yes, ma'am. But yeah, get with sister. Um, get with sister Yasina. Uh, see, that that one became my gift. I, I can hear somebody talk about I know exactly where they from, boy. Ain't that something? That's cool, cool, ain't it? All right, let's go to um, let's go to Brother Rashad. I see you, Brother Rashad, man. We missed you, brother. When you first came on here, man, man, you ain't even come on the next day. They was talking about what you said the day before, man. They was like, man, he was dropping some gems. I said, yeah, that's Brother Rashad. He control that weather. Come on, Brother Rashad. We can't hear you. You're on mute. It ain't working. There you go. You got me? Yep. It was something you had just said a while ago. I had, um, man, it struck a nerve, man. You said, oh, man. It was, it, I said, man, I can pick it back. Got right off that. Um, 
thing. You said some. I was just listening to her. I'm trying to digest everything I was saying. Um, yeah, those who in their purpose and, and, and um, once you do find it, being off it, man, that's 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 there, man. Help. You know, the trial, the fiery trial, thing not strange, man. So it's more like God be showing up in a supernatural way, but the burden's so heavy when we look at our people and see the results, and you don't be wanting to think like, man, is all this in vain? Is, 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 is this really working? What am I doing? Like, but because what I, outside of me fighting the whole, you know what, I always had a vision of having the, um, the first organic whole food store in the hood, because you know they call it a Delta land. And then, you know, we would get plenty of water. We would get plenty of water for our farm to grow so we could reap the harvest. And uh, I just feel like that's what God wants me to do. Also, like the farming, the farming being the farming. You know what I'm saying? He ain't giving me the rain for no reason. The rain is for the harvest. Uh, I just want to do organic grocery store. Feed, feed our people on every level in the spirit and nature and what we're doing right now. That's what that's what I got, man. You uh you ever been down there to Buntown Farms? Yeah, but it's so here they don't even got a sign for where you can even see it. It's like back there. I, that you got if you're going across the freeway, maybe you can see it if you're looking down. But if you're not back there and from back there, you'll never even know this back there. It's hid, man. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe you need to go help them, help them get it unhid. You can, you can let let more people know, <laughs> let let some people know it's back there, man. I went down there, man. It's a nice little. They got some nice little stuff going on. They got a little gro little grocery store. You can buy some organic stuff right up in there. Maybe you can help them out. Yeah, yeah, I seen it. I had went to um to the city hall to apply for the uh for the funding. I had went to the city hall to apply for the funding, but see, I can't say I pursued, but that's what I want to do, like a form, a form, get some fresh air and just go to the form, get out the city, man, make yeah. life simple, man, live off the land. Yes, sir. Yeah, y'all know black people say farm yeah, like form. Give me a little form, man. We say, we say what? <laughs> we, we say F-O-R-E. Give me a little form, man. Out there, I just talk spirits or something, man. Just get away. Yes, sir. But I'm, uh, I'm in South Dallas right now, man. I'm right down the street from the mask, yeah. Yeah, you right down the street I'm from my, like, I can walk to the mask. Yep, I'm right down the street. Yes, sir. Right yes, sir. Appreciate you for sharing. Somebody said, thanks, Brother Ben. I will move my book to Lulu. Okay, there we go. Somebody picking up what I'm putting oh, yeah, down. I want you to help me with a book, too, man. Uh, you got the book written? I've been I've been journalizing everything. I ain't reading no book. I got the, I, I'm journalizing. What stop you from writing the book? Uh, Publishing. No, it ain't. Publish. You not knowing how to publish don't stop no you from writing a book. Oh, so you say just get them. Okay. I'll let you know when it's ready then. All right. Yeah, see, many of us, uh, I don't right. know how to do the end, so I don't even begin. 
Damn, that's see that there go out there. I go rhyming. That put that on the t-shirt. Some of us don't know how we're to end, so we don't even begin. Listen, let's just get the first part out. That's what you call over analysis paralysis. Many of us, oh, I gotta know how to do this. I gotta learn how to do the design. I don't know how to format it, so I don't even do what I know I can do. Just write the book. And then maybe once I discover somebody that know how to package it, at least I already have the manuscript together. Hey, man, I need your help publishing. But what you got? Shoot, I got three books written. Oh, man, that's music to the ears. To somebody who's a publisher and know how to really help you out. They can say, oh, I know you serious because you at least got that thing written. You just didn't know how to publish it. So, yeah, at least get it published. At least, at least get it written. Sister Randisha. Yes, sir. So um, just like two last points that I had to make, I didn't finish it off. But it was when Cat Williams was talking about, you know, that he was all ever since he was a young boy, all he ever wanted was to be the best friend of um Jesus. You know, God. they was asking him about you. Can you hear me? Best friend of uh, God. Oh, yeah. The best friend of God. Thank you so much for the correction, brother. Um, And, you know, I just think about like how his like journey was like it wasn't an easy process and I think about brother Laz he was also talking about you know like sometimes you got to have the right team how him and his brothers he came up with what he wanted to do for his mothers but you know certain siblings also play a important part in making that become a reality and sometimes we got to have the right team and we got to know how to cultivate the right team everybody's not going to have the same strength and everybody's not going to have um the same gifts but we have to know you know what's who's weak in this who's strong in this and put them together and just you know come together to make things happen so that was it that's big man because um that reminds me of the of the flight assessment and the disc assessment that you know we've had y'all take you know i'm a high d um and a d is just an executor like a d is the pilot the pilot is not worrying about all the experience of the people. That's the flight attendant. The flight attendant going, how you doing? Thank you for flying with, you know, Brother Ben X Airlines today. And, okay, you can have a seat. Okay, we got some orange juice. We got some apple juice. You, you know, that, that's what the flight attendant for. You rarely, you rarely even see the pilot. You rarely even see the pilot. Yeah, you rarely even see the pilot. Then you got the, the air traffic control. And the air traffic control person, they really behind the scenes systems person. They making sure before this thing takes off, we making sure everything, we got our checks and balances. The dude, the pilot is just ready to go. Get us from A to B. And I was listening to Brother Eric Thomas last night. And uh, he was saying some people think a D is mean. He said they're not mean, they're just focused. So like I I I need a I need on my team a, a a a C that understands me that don't think I'm just being rude or like no bro come on let's get this done all right let's get it done right now so when I come in it ain't finna be no whole bunch of okay let's have a meeting about and not meetings are good I'm just talking about what, what my natural personality is we end up meeting hey man what's the solution hey well, you know you telling me about it what's the solution how can we get it done do we need to pay what what is it and some people want it no nah, i want to talk about it no i want to get it done so you need your c you need your s who is the ground control so yeah that's that's a good point 
Because a C needs a D. A C can have everything organized and all that, but the C still needs somebody that can come in and get this thing executed. And then a D needs to see because we may just be going and don't have no organization. And we ain't really got no foundation, but we just know we want to execute. But then we end up messing up because we didn't have the support side. So, yeah, that's important, man, having the right, having the right team in place. And you got to know who you are and your limitations. Not limitations, but what your, you know, I guess you could be called your limitations. But, yeah, know where your strengths is. Know what your superpower is. And when you know what your super superpower is, you know kind of like how to find somebody else's superpower to help you achieve the ultimate goal. Yeah, because I'm the type of person, I see something on YouTube that works. Man, I'm looking at this business where I get this program and it's working. I want to execute it today. Well, my partner, he may say, well, brother Ben, we got to do this in phases. In my head, well, why we got to do this in phases? Man, let's get this done right now. Damn, I ain't got phase time. Not FaceTime. I ain't got FaceTime. Come on, let's execute. Let's get it done this week. And then I'll then I, then I be wrong because then I got to consider other people got to get it done. And then my mind will kick in, well, I'll just do it myself. And then that ain't the best use of my time either. So, yeah, you just got to know how to, how to, how to uh, you know, manage, manage yourself and others. That's a good point. But if anybody else don't have anything that they would like to share, um, uh, anybody else before we go? I got a, I got about 20 more minutes on here. Do anybody got any last words, anything that stood out to them? Um, and for those who are on other platforms, if you would like to uh, chime in on the Zoom in the morning, go to www.thepowercall.net. Excuse me, www.thepowercall.net. You can create your profile. If you would like to upgrade and support, please do. Um uh, because yeah, it takes a lot. But um, uh, every Monday through Friday, man, striving to Monday through Friday, nine a.m. Central Time, we live. Uh, when is Ramadan this year, y'all? Is it April or 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 May or March? Does it move up every year or move back every year? Is it gonna be March this year? March. Oh man, so we got two months. Woo. Let me get my mind right, y'all. So that's, y'all know we're going to be getting up, what is that, at 5 every morning, 6? Woo! So get ready, friend. That's how the power call started off, man. Uh, dang, boy, we got to get ready. Get you get, get, ready, get ready mentally to get up in the morning and read every morning. So for those who don't know what we're talking about during Ramadan, we read one part of the Quran. Uh, there's 30 parts. So by the end of the 30-day period, uh, you, we would have read the whole entire Quran in an entire month. So uh, during Ramadan, of course, we fast. So you now, as Muslims in the nation of Islam, we don't eat uh, in the morning. I know some of some they call it what they call it sapur. We don't eat in the morning. We still do one meal a day. Okay, so you you choose though to eat in the morning or you gonna eat after the sun go down. But it's not. Let me try to get up yes, in the morning no. and eat real quick, okay, and then I'm gonna eat again afterwards. We still do uh, the one meal, uh, the one meal a day. So you get up in the morning, maybe get you something to drink or something. Mouth gonna be dry. So while the sun is up, we're not doing, uh, we're not eating, we're not drinking anything. So you fasting, okay? Uh, you 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 get irritated. So if this is your first time and you find yourself being a little more irritated, it's okay. It's normal when you're fasting. It's it's like when you fast, 
you, 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 your BS tolerance goes down. I'm talking about your patience be low. Everything irritates you. You don't, ooh, you just get irritated. You don't, don't, that ain't nothing going wrong. You, you, you just adjusting to it. And then over time, you'll get used to it. But I'm just trying to prepare y'all now for those of y'all who are going to do this with us for the first time. And listen, you ain't got to claim to be Muslim because I already know who you are. But you ain't got to claim to be Muslim and all that. You can participate in Ramadan, whether you consider yourself Muslim or not. So when that time comes, uh, all of us who are on the power call, you can do it. We're going to get up in the morning. We're going to read together, you know, uh, so you ain't got to be reading it by yourself. We're going to read it together. And then we're going to dialogue about same format, what stood out to us. Uh, during the Quran uh, reading that day, okay? Um, will you recharge? Because the money may not have been. In the I, I don't know how to do that, sister. I just let I just let it do what it do. So I think it probably will do it by itself. Let's go. Uh, I see, brother Vincent. Go ahead, brother Vincent. I was mad because my coworker was chewing. <laughs> hey man, it chewed. It irritates you, boy. It gets you irritated. Go yes, ahead. sir. Assalamu alaikum. Waalaikumsalam. Okay, I don't, I just, you know, when I, you know, I don't listen to the power call like every single morning, but, you know, I tuned in this morning and I did hear Brother Les Brown. And about 25 years ago, man, I heard of Les. And I, back then I was a little, I guess, narrow minded and didn't really, wasn't open to other people who had uh, opinions. And I'm just glad that. You know, it just came full circle. You know what I mean? That just because someone may not fit an idea of what uh, a spiritual leader is, or you know, their practices, you know, outside of maybe don't they don't, may not line up with mine. I um, I'm just glad that the open mindedness is there, and you know, Brother Les Brown has always been a you know powerful speaker, and I just wanted to add that. And everything else has been real motivational. I'm going to try to be a more consistent listener into the power call. And I'm definitely willing to give some things a try. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm one of those textbook cases where, you know, I might feel like I'm a little, little not too old. But you know what I mean? I'll let some time pass. But I'm definitely willing to try. So I just wanted to give greetings to the community. And thank you for uh, having the lecture on it. Yes, sir. Praise be to Allah. Somebody said uh, no drinking either. Uh, it's not until 4 p.m. It's until the sun goes down. OK, so it's until the sun. So so how it works is during Ramadan, get you something to drink before the sun comes up. Because once the sun is up, ain't no drinking, no eating. When the sun goes down, OK, that means the sun has set. Then you can eat. That may be different time periods for different people. Some may set at five. Somebody else may be at, you know what I mean? So it's based on your time period and where you are. Once the sun goes down, then you eat. So so find a way to consume yourself. Get your prayers in and, and, and stay busy because it'll, it'll start eating away at you. Oh, you start thinking about it and 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 um and make sure you keep your mouth watered a little bit. And just giving y'all some heads up. Your, your breath going to be stinking. Yeah, hey, hey, yeah, that's a part of it now. Hey, that's a part of it. You're going to be at work. You can't put no Tic Tac in there now. You can't chew no gum. Yeah, that come with it now. It dry, your mouth dry. You ain't had nothing in there. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. So just get you some water. Goggle it in. Spit it back out. Don't let nothing go down. Goggle it. Swish it around. Swish it, swish it. 
Just make sure you don't consume none of it and spit it back out. Keep your mouth, you know, keep it moist, okay? Especially those who work outside. You know what I mean? Around March, it may start getting hot. So, hey, if you're working outside, be careful. Get you some water in the morning. Uh, don't, don't be passing out now. Don't be passing out. So thank y'all for listening, man. We'll see you guys, inshallah, tomorrow. And I'm working on it, man. I'm trying to find some time. I really do want to do that uh, framework of God. The framework of God. I think that's going to be pretty good. But I got to do some studying and uh, put something together. So uh, I might push it. But I might do this next week. I really wanted to. I would. I wanted. I, I want to really give us some good references and stuff, man. So um, I want to do that. So tomorrow, make sure y'all invite a friend uh, to the power call. We here same Zoom. Well, not same Zoom link. Once you get the Zoom link, feel free to send it out. Uh, or not, well, send them the www.thepowercall.net because you can get access to your link inside of the the PowerCall app. And you can watch the replays in there as well. So I see a lot of people even on Facebook saying, hey, I came in late or can I watch the replay? Yes, www.thepowercall.net. You can also watch the replays in there as well. Thank you all for listening. You have a blacktastic day. Peace. Is Brother Ben here? Brother Ben. Now, Ben got a heck of a program. A lot of people listening to Brother Ben. And Ben tells them about the minister. <laughs>